Hello everyone and welcome to Making Me. I'm your host Christine and I'm so glad you could join me today. I hope you all had a great Valentine's Day yesterday. I certainly did. I spent it with my friends. We had a very nice dinner, uh, very great martinis. Um, yeah, I got a little tipsy from those, so shout out to my friends for driving me. <laughs> um, but it was a really, really good time and I got home at a reasonable hour, which I can't say for the rest of this past week. I have been out numerous nights and I am so excited to go to bed early um, tonight, that's for sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's been a really, really good time. And so I hope you all had a great day as well, whether that be with a partner or by yourself. Um, I just hope you felt love um, from the people around you. Um, cause I certainly did today will be part two, a continuation of last week's episode where I and my friend Avery were ranking our exes. Um, we're getting to the worst of the worst today. Um, so you better buckle your seatbelts. I do want to put a small disclaimer in here and there will be a disclaimer before this certain person. Um, and he will be the last person that we discuss. So you are free to exit the podcast at that time as well. Um, but there are going to be mentions of sexual assault in here. And so I do want to, you know, set that trigger warning and preference this episode with that. If you cannot handle that, please take care of yourself. I totally understand. Um, it took me years to kind of be okay with talking about it and, uh, listening to stuff like that still, you know, affects me to this day. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's part of my journey. It's part of, of what has happened in my life. Um, and I couldn't just, you know, skip over that part. Um, cause it's a huge component of why he is, you know, ranked the worst. Um, and so, yeah, just wanted to give that brief little warning, um, beforehand, Again, totally understand. Um, please take care of yourselves. Um, and hopefully I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Um, but the first two people that we'll be talking about, there, there's nothing of that sort. Kind of funny. So uh, we hope you enjoy. And so let's get started. Okay. My second worst ex, which has a lot of people yeah they have it has a lot of people mad when I like rank him the second worst because they're like he did treat you well and I'm like mm-hmm <laughs> yeah hmm. we'll say that um so met this guy during the midst of COVID so like lockdown kind of stuff whatever we talked for like a good month and a half before meeting up and he was. He was very nice. He helped me through a little bit of a rough period that I was having because it's just terrible timing, honestly. Um, and I moved into my new apartment and I was like, okay, like I'm ready to see you, basically. Um, and so we met up and that first night that we hung out, he asked me to be his girlfriend. Oh, Wow. This was the first time we had ever met, really, in person. I think I know who this is. But... You do know. <laughs> you do know. Avery's already like, I'm so excited for this. It's a great story. <laughs> I mean, it's traumatizing, but it's great. Um, 
Anyways, so yeah, we, I should have taken that as a red flag, but I didn't. I also should have taken it as a red flag. Like you have said, I wasn't like fully attracted to him, but I was like, I'm somewhat attracted to him. Like he isn't like bad looking and he's really, really nice. Like he treats me super well. And so I was like, I kept hoping that things would like get better and and everything like that um one thing that was like kind of awful was that he lived like 40 minutes away from me so it was always rough like trying to get together and I always felt guilty about him coming over to mine and so you know I would go all the way out there but then he lived at home so I would like be with his parents and like his younger siblings and it's it's fine, but it's not like it's not like just like sh- it, it's not equal in the yeah. same sense. Um, and and it was always just a little awkward. Um, and so he was actually the first relationship that I like went on like uh, like a little trip with. We went to San Diego for like a weekend, and that was super fun. And um, this was kind of in our like in the period where I was like starting to second guess things because we had been together for we were approaching like three months and you know that three month period thing where they're like like if you pass three months like you're good and then you get to like two years and then you're good like like there's just like little tiny things so yeah we were approaching three months and like some issues were popping up for me mainly sex um I by no means am like a fiend okay but I do love physical touch and he didn't like doing PDA so I was like okay like that's fine but like when we're in person like I would you know and he he would barely touch me basically um like barely cuddle me or whatever like it was just like not what I expected in a relationship but I kept justifying it, being like, he's not comfortable with it. I don't have any right to tell him what he's comfortable with. And so I'm going to just keep going. And then it got to sex where he could not stay hard for the life of him. And I, you know, did not judge first off. Yeah. I was like, you can do other things too. Which he kind of was iffy about um there was also like some things like health wise that I wanted him to check and he just didn't um but this main thing it was just like I tried so hard to help him and he wanted none of it like he acted like he wanted it but then he never followed through with things like just straight up tell me you're not going to listen to me. Then we can, like, cut the cheese. Yeah, or whatever. don't ask for advice if you're not going to take it. Absolutely. So, like, I was, you know, after each time, I was like, do you think it's, like, a religious trauma thing? Do you think it's a health thing? Do you think, like, mentally? Like, like, do you have any suspicions on what this could be? Like, have you gone to a doctor about it? And he was always, like, very quiet about, like, what was going on he was like i think maybe just like a little of each or whatever but wouldn't like go into detail and it was like okay it's really hard for me and i was being so open and honest with him like come on like you can you can open up to me like i'm not gonna judge you you know that like please just tell me 
what's going on. And he wouldn't really tell me anything. So I sent him like podcast episodes of men talking about it, sent him books to read. Like, and I was reading all of these things and I was listening to all these things for like hours trying to help him. And he didn't have the time of day to even listen to any of it. Like did not do any of it. It was like, oh, thanks. I'm going to check this out. Like, thank you for looking at this for me. Like, I really appreciate this because I want to be better for you and and all that kind of stuff. But we never do, like, we never put in the effort. Yeah. A lot of talk, no action. And it just got super frustrating. Um, eventually he told me that his ex kind of said that he liked sex so much that he's now like, I don't like he he like feels bad but I was like I was like okay I'm telling you directly that I want to have sex with you yeah so take can you please take that like like you are not in a relationship with that person anymore and I will always be open and honest with you about if something's too much or if something's bothering me or whatever I won't just dump you out of the blue yeah that kind of stuff like I will talk to you about things um and so, you know, at this point, we had been talking about this for, like, months. Like, the same issue over and over again. And it approached my birthday, and this was the last time we had sex. And um, he, I was like, oh, wow, like, that wasn't too bad, whatever. Like, okay, cool. It wasn't great, but it wasn't too bad. He gets up. And he's, I don't, I don't notice anything at first, which is the most disturbing part of it. (laughs) He gets up, I get up, I start to go to the bathroom and he's like, Christine. And I'm like very confused. I was like, what? Like, I thought something was like on me or like something like that. Cause like the voice. And he was like, I shit. (laughs) And I went, huh? And he went. I didn't notice, but look at the bed sheets. And on the sheets were shit stains. <laughs> and I I went quiet for a little bit. I won't lie. <laughs> I kind of just sat there like this, okay, this happened. How do I respond and not make him feel worse? Cause like yeah. He had already had so many issues with it that I didn't want to make him feel worse about it. And I was like, okay, what can I do? How can I? I was really trying to come up with like the best solution to all of this. And I was like, you're going to bleach the sheets and wash them. And you are not going to leave my apartment until they are white again. Now, a lot of my friends are like, you should have burned those sheets. I'm broke, okay? Do you know how expensive sheets are in this day and economy? That's what I should have got you for your birthday. That's what my grandma got me for my birthday. Oh, good, so slow. Good. <laughs> um, oh, we're good now. But I, you know, like I didn't immediately go out and buy like entirely new bed set. I know. But I made sure everything was like bleach. Like it had to smell like bleach in order for him to leave my apartment. While dry, like That's I was like, fair. there's, there's no, re- there's no way you're leaving no. with this being the issue still. And at least he was the one who did it, so you don't have to like touch anything. Absolutely, yeah. Well, that's that was the rule. I was like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not touching this shit. Um, but I was like, oh, like it's okay. Like he was so embarrassed, so I was like, it's okay, it's fine. I was like, this happens, but 
Does it happen? <laughs> Does it? Hmm. I don't know. Honestly, um, if it's happened to you, please let us know. I'm so intrigued. Yeah, I... am sure it has happened. Yes, but I... Like, the fact that I didn't notice it either, I was kind of just like, what? Like... How do you know it? How? So, this is a story that I didn't tell my friends until, like, a year after we broke up because <laughs> I never wanted to embarrass him. Like, like I thought, like, he was, like, a very sweet guy and this this whole sex thing was just like just a big like mess like i was just literally uh, <laughs> oh my god like i was like i can't i'm not going to do that to him um but when i told my friends eventually um shocked shocked an understatement um an understatement disgusted like, Christine, why did you stay in a relationship with him for a month after that? Hmm. Um, there were many questions. There were many, many questions. And they were like, how did you not laugh? How did you not, like, just immediately break up with him on I the spot? I think I would have thrown up. Maybe. I don't know. I don't even know how I would react exactly. to Exactly. Exactly. And it was just... I like to pride myself in thinking that that was a very mature moment for me. It was. Um, except for keeping the sheets. Except for keeping the sheet, well, that was mature because I needed to save money. Um, especially since I had to spend four thousand dollars on that other uh, other relationship. That is true. Um, oh. But yeah, no, it was genuinely like so much. And after that, like we didn't even like talk about that. Like there was like nothing physical whatsoever. We would like kiss when we said hello, kiss when we said goodbye. Did he ever apologize or anything for it? Or like <clears throat> he didn't say anything? He was like, I'm just so embarrassed. I'm just so embarrassed. Like he just kept repeating that, which made me feel really bad, of course. So I was just like, yeah. I'm not going to make this worse for you. Um, but eventually like, my birthday came up. He was weird then. I'll get into that a little bit later when we go to a different topic. But um, when I broke up with him, I told him, like, hey. And it, this was a couple days before Valentine's Day, which a lot of people will be like, that was really shitty of you to do. But honestly, there's never a good time to break up with someone. There isn't. There's, there's always, always a, a holiday, birthday, a birthday. Something. You just have to rip off the band-aid. Yeah. And, and, and it's never going to be a good time. You just kind of have to accept it. So it was a few days before Valentine's Day. We were supposed to go on a road trip. And I just knew that it was just like, it was not going to be good. Like, I just, if And Addie also, like, talked to me through it and was like, this is not good. Like, you have to break up. Um, and so went and drove over to his house. So I didn't make him do the 40 minute drive to go break up with, or to have yeah. me break up with him. So I think that's also nice, but I did break up with him outside of his parents' home. So, mm. uh, yeah. Yeah. at least he's already home. You know? Exactly. I was like, all he, all he had to do was walk back inside. I had a 40 minute car drive <laughs> at the end of it in the dark, like, especially where he lived, there was no street lights. So, because he was on the Indian yeah, reservation. Yeah. So for like 20 minutes of the drive was just in complete darkness. Oh. I was like, I'm going to see a skinwalker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, this is where I die. <laughs> and I felt so bad about breaking up with him too because he was such a good guy. Like, so, so nice. But when breaking up with him, I was like, you know, like, I'm, I'm stressing out because of the sex portion on Valentine's Day. Like, I don't yeah. know how, what's going to happen. And I feel like it's just going to upset me. And he was like, honestly, I wasn't even thinking about having sex with you. Oh. I was like, we're going 
to a different city. I'm, I've booked a hotel with a hot tub like you suggested. What? What? It's Valentine's Day. Who I, isn't fucking? Exactly. I had bought the lingerie for it and everything. And he was like, I wasn't thinking about it. And I was like, that's the problem. Yeah, you were going to give him another opportunity after he shit himself. Yeah, no. And like, I was that hoping. Was nice. Going over there, I was hoping he would say something that would convince me to not break up with him. But that was like the nail in the coffin. It was just like, you Dude. were not compatible in any way. And we're not on the same wavelength. And, and it's really frustrating. And, and this has to be over. Um,. So, I mean, the essential thing on, like, why we broke up was that. Some other things that happened was, one, I grew up in, like, a very loud household. So, any, like, screaming or, like, yelling does not bode well with me. I shut down. So, like, say we're in an argument or whatever. If someone raises their voice at me, I'm done. Yep. I'm absolutely done. Um... I shut down. I cannot, like, think fully. Like, I need my space, whatever. And I told him this. I was like, if you yell at me or scream at me at any time, we are done. Point blank, period. Oh, I agree. I will not be talked to like that. No. Because I, I would never talk to someone like that either. And he was like, okay. A few months into our relationship, I was, like, telling him, I was like, I'm frustrated over this this thing like we keep talking about it like you it seems like you don't care at all and he yelled at me was like he was like I do fucking care like you just don't fucking see it like oh my screamed really loudly and I remember just pointing to the door and I said get out and I think he didn't realize that I was being serious about that initial thing at the beginning. And that was the first time it clicked for him. Like, oh, oh. like, no, that is a deal breaker. Like, that is, like, completely, like, stopping communication, whatever. Yeah. And he was literally, like, on his knees, like, begging me to, like, not kick him out and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, give me some space. You can stay in the apartment, but give me some space and never talk to me like that again. And so we, like, didn't talk for the rest of the day, but he, like, stayed over. We, like, watched a movie Why did he stuff. stay over? That's so weird. Yeah. Um, but I was just, like... And I remember, like, thinking back to that and being, like, I should have just dunked him then. Uh, I could have saved myself and him a lot of time. But I was so, like... I wanted that relationship to work out so badly yep. that I was going to do anything. And then, I don't know if you remember this at all, but for my 23rd birthday, we were, like, in quarantine. Yes. Um, and so I did, like, an online virtual Zoom, thing, Zoom right? party. Okay. Which also, I know I'm the organizer of many events, but, you know, so many of the, the Zoom birthdays that I was on just consisted of people hopping on and being like, happy birthday, and just, like, chilling and talking about their day or whatever. And the fact that I came on and people were like, so what games are we playing? <laughs> I was like, y'all, <laughs> I need to stop giving effort. Um, I was like, I just wanted to chill and drink. And the thing is, is it, it was on a Thursday, and I was going to work the next day on a Friday. And he, I remember him saying, because I was like, oh, I'm going to get another drink. He was like, like, be careful. Like, do not drink more than that. Like, you can have two drinks tonight. What? 
because he was like, you have work in the morning. And I remember a couple of people texting me after that and being like, you've drank more than that numerous times. You're also a grown adult and you know like what your limit is. Exactly. It like what? Exactly. Like you know it's a Thursday. You know you have to work tomorrow. It's not like you don't know all these things. Exactly. Like, what? Exactly. So I remember that happening. Did he not drink? He didn't drink. Mm. Yeah, he didn't drink. But that was his personal choice. I told him I was gonna be drinking. You know, he had ample awareness. Yep. Just because you're upset that you're not going to drink doesn't mean that I can't drink. On your birthday. On my birthday. Of all days. Like, what? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that was really frustrating. And, um, I mean, like, just all of that put together. Like, these things wouldn't be big deals, but it's just, like, the lack of listening. Mm-hmm. It's just such a big red flag. Because yeah. it really means, like, I don't care. Like... I'm like, oh, he's so nice. I still say that right now, right? You do still say that. I'm like, oh, he was such a nice guy. But, like, was he? No. 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 No, he didn't respect me at all in that case. So, like, no, he wasn't a nice guy. But I always justify it because I'm like, this is the way for me to, like, get through it, I guess. Or, like, this is how I interpreted him at first. And so I'm not going to get rid of that perception of him. Yep. But it's crazy. I still can't. There's a lot to digest here. So I'm just going to sit back and let Avery just dish this out. So this is, he's an Aries. <laughs> Period. That's all I need to say. <laughs> red flag. Okay, let's done. Okay, no, just kidding. I actually really like Aries guys, which red flag on my end too. I really need to stay away from the fire and air signs, but like they're like also compatible for Gemini's. Mm -hmm. So it works out, but they also are just not good for me at the same time, yeah. as we've said. But also apparently Pisces isn't great either. We'll never date another Pisces. I swear if someone tells me they're a Pisces, I will run. <laughs> Anyways, this guy filled with red flags. So many red flags. Let me start with our origin story. Yes. So we matched on Tinder freshman year. It was the first time I'd ever downloaded Tinder had mono i need a little bit of a confidence boost because obviously i wasn't talking to him so i was like oh let me download tinder why not right i've never had it before i'll try it out so we matched on tinder exchanged snapchats we were snapchatting back and forth red flag and so then we stopped talking because he like kind of was trying to meet up and i was like no like i'm not down like i don't want to meet up and so we stopped talking and then a few months later i'm at um my friend my friend friend she was down visiting from her college and because we went to different schools at the time and so she was down visiting and there was this guy that she was talking to because we had met him before and so he like found out that she was down and was like oh hey like let's hang out and she's like okay so she's like Avery you want to go with me and I was like okay sure like I'll hang out right I'll go so we went met up with him it was like him and then a few other guys like getting drinks but he like came down to the bottom of the apartment complex to meet him and with him was the Aries guy. And so that was like the first time we actually met in person. And so we were kind of like talking and stuff like that. And like, then he like didn't want to bring it up. But then like, I think eventually he was the one who brought it up. Like, hey, like we used to like talk kind of like on Snapchat. And so like, we were like talking about it a little bit. And then like, red flag, we both like said, like probably like each of each other's like biggest insecurities and just like called them out for it. 
I, like, don't know who said it first. I, like, don't remember. Like, we were drinking, right? Like, it was just, like... But, it, I mean, it was also kind of fun. Like, he was, like, oh, you have a big forehead. And I was, like, you have a big nose. Like, it was, like, mean. Very mean. I don't know. Like, is this flirting? Are we two? No. Like, <laughs> what? Like, what? And I was, like... So, it was just, like, oh, my God. Like, not not good, right? So, first of all, starting off very low. He would invite me. Then, like... We stopped talking. I mean, he was, like, kind of cute, so I was, like, okay, like, whatever, like, and we, like, talked a little bit after, but not, like, really, and then he would invite me to, like, his frat's parties, and I would go because I had a friend in the frat, and so, like, I already knew him anyway, so, like, I'd go hang out, like, with the other few guys because they went to my high school, and so we would, like, go see him sometimes, but we didn't really talk, and then eventually he, like, started dating this girl. They were together, uh, like, two years maybe mm -hmm. maybe a little longer so, I don't know sometime around the two-year mark right and so then they I guess broke up so fast forward like two or three years hold on I was eight no I was 19 at this time and we met up again at like 21 okay okay so like two-ish years. years right and so I had moved into a house in Tempe with like some of my roommates wasn't really friends with them but that's a whole other Stay. anyway and so we I had Tinder again because I was getting over the Gemini. Mm -hmm. Everything like goes back and back, right? They're yeah. all tied to each other. So I was trying to get over him. And so I was like, okay, but like, let's just like see what's out there. Like, I'll just download Tinder again. I had Tinder and Hinge. And um, on Tinder, I ended up, we ended up matching or like he super liked me. That's what it was. Because mm -hmm. I like looked at it and I was like, wait a second. And I was like, oh, I know him. And so like we matched and like we had like a good little like banter back and forth. And I was like, okay, yeah, like funny, whatever. So then we were Snapchatting. Like, he Snapchatted me a lot. Like, I've never, like, it was, like, more than, like, what you should do if you're just trying to hook up with someone, right? Mm -hmm. But I think it was, like, but now thinking about it, it's, like, almost not, like, manipulation per se, but to, like, get you, like, more comfortable so you're more willing to, like, go out and, like, do things with them, I think. Got you. And so, and the reason I say that is because after this one night, then we never really talked like that often again mm -hmm. right it was just like he would talk to me like every day like I never snapped him first it was always him snapping me like him like messaging me and stuff like that and so I was like okay and then it turns out there was this one Friday night and he's like what are you doing right now and I was like honestly nothing like I'm watching a movie like what about you and he's like you want to go out for drinks and I was like honestly yeah sure right like I was 21 like cool I'll go out I didn't bend out a lot because it was still like COVID and stuff so but it was like starting to ease up like a little bit in Arizona and then like later it just went downhill again but I was like okay cool like sure I'll go out for drinks I'd gone out like a weekend I think before and so I was like fine like I'll go out and so we ended up going out but he wanted me to meet somewhere and I was like no I don't feel comfortable like going alone right like I don't want to go like by myself like some like sometimes taking Ubers alone I'm okay but sometimes I just feel like really sketched out right mm -hmm. like you never know what's gonna happen so I sent him like the address of where I was living. So he Ubered and had like the Uber like stop and pick me up. And then we went to Fate, like a bar around here. Mm -hmm. And so we were there. We we're having a good time. He was like, started talking to this one dude and was like, oh, was that a pickleback shot? Which I'd never had before, which I don't like pickle juice. I would just rather take straight up whiskey any day. Yeah. No pickle juice chaser. It was so gross. The pickle juice. Ugh. Yeah. I'm not a pickle person. And so... We, like, the guy, like, ended up buying us, like, a round of pickleback shots, and, like, it was cool. Then, like, that bar closed at midnight, so then we ended up going to Mill, which is, like, the drinking area of Tempe, mm -hmm. and we were at Sun Bar. So we were sitting at the bar there, and we were, like, kind of talking. I got really drunk that night, very drunk, and so then we went back to his place, 
And then it was kind of like one thing led to the next and it was like really good. Like honestly, I was like dip glashed after yeah. him. Like he, like I've never like been, oh, probably shouldn't say that, but he was really good. <laughs> Sorry to anyone else that Avery is hooked up with, but you just don't compare. Um, no, he was just like the best, and it was like weird because then like the next day, like it, like I've never like been treated so good and so bad by a person. Like the next day, he we woke up and he's like, "Oh hey, like you want to go get coffee? Like I'll drive you home and stuff." So I was like, "Oh okay, like sure, like I'm not gonna pay for an Uber. That's fine, right?" Mm-hmm. So he like went, got gas. Then, like, we went to, like, the Starbucks, and it had literally the longest line. Like, I swear we were in the car for, like, an hour together between the gas station and just... And it was, like, literally, like, a 10-minute drive, if that. Like, it was so close, and it's, like, it shouldn't be taking this long, right? And so he paid for my drink, and, like, we got coffee, and we were, like, kind of talking. Like, it was, like, weird. Like, you don't do that after just, like, a hookup, Yeah. So I was, like, oh, maybe he wants more, kind of. But then I was, like, I'm not going to be the one to initiate. Like, it's fine. Like, whatever. So then we, he didn't, like, Snapchat me kind of the same as, like, he used to, right? Because obviously mm-hmm. he got what he wanted. Yeah. But I was, like, oh, no. Like, maybe not. Because I was, like, oh, he's, like, kind of cute. He's been in a relationship before, so he probably knows how to, like, treat someone. No. I mean, also, I'm not going to lie. I was also kind of crazy with him. There was, like, a lot of, lot of things that happened. We had, like, hooked up on and off for a while and then he like had told me about his like three hookup rule that he'd only sleep with the same girl three times and like we slept together way more than three times because he's like I don't want to like get feelings and like this and that and so I was like oh okay but it was like weird because like when we would hook up he would tell me like so much about his life that was unasked for like he would talk about his parents like this and that like it was so much and I was like I'm not your therapist yeah like I what like I, it was just so weird. I'm like, you should not be, like, telling me all these things about your life. Like, it was just, mm-hmm. like, crazy and, like, too far to point. And then I also realized that he was always the one who did all the talking. Like, it was never, like, anything about me. Like, I never talked. It was always him just stripped talking the oh whole time. And I'm talking, like, hours. Like, it would be, like, 5 a.m. And he was still talking. And I would have to be like, dude, the sun is coming up. I need to sleep. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I can't. Like, what? And so there was a lot with him. And so, let's see, the word, the, what really set it off, so this is probably like September, maybe we started hooking up, and then it was like on and off for a bit, then after his three hookup rule, then he like left me on red and like stopped responding to things, so I, I didn't know about this rule until after the fact, right? Mm-hmm. Because why would I know about it before? Why would he tell you? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it was like a fast three, it was like probably within the span of like two weeks, And so then it was like, okay, and like stop messaging, stop like opening my snaps and stuff. And so I was like, okay, whatever. And then I I don't remember if he had reached out again or if I'd reached out again. And then like we ended up hooking up again. And that's when he had told me about the three hookup rule and stuff like that. But it was fine because he was going back to um, where he was from. Oh, I'll just say it. He was from Florida. So he was going back to Florida, right? Mm -hmm. And so... Then we weren't going to see each other anyway from, like, I don't know, for, like, a few months because of, like, Christmas and whatnot. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, cool. So then in January, when he comes back, this is, like, what the turning point was. It was so, so bad on so many levels. I mean, actually, let me step back. So the girls I had been living with before, the one girl was hooking up with his friend. But he had brought up to me that he wanted a threesome with my roommate. And I was like, 
No. I was like, I don't even talk to my roommates, first of all. They were, like, mean. I, like, never talked to them. Mm -hmm. It was just, like, not a good relationship, right? So I was like, I would not have a threesome with my roommate who I don't even talk to. And it's just like, what? I was, like, so mad. But I had also told him if he ever, like, hooked up with her, then I would never sleep with him again. Good. But... I mean, not that I could t- know if they ever hooked up because I moved out of the house like a few weeks later <laughs> But you know what? He didn't need to know that. I don't even think, I don't even know if he knew that. Yeah. Anyways. And so then it was like this night in January and I had like gone out with a friend and stuff and like I like met up with him and it wasn't even like that late. It was probably like midnight or so. And so we were hooking up. The condom broke. This was before I was on birth control. So the condom broke and then, like, it was just kind of like, okay, well, like, things happened, right? So then we went to the store after to get a plan B. He had me, he Venmo requested me $25 for the plan B. So then we're going back to his place, right? Because that's where my car is. And, because my one friend I had been out with before, she's like, okay, like, if you need, like, to come over, just, like, let me know. Like, that's fine. And I was like, okay, cool. I was like, I don't think I'll need to. I always spend the night here anyway, like. I was making myself a little too comfortable, but it was like, no, like when you sleep with someone, you usually stay the night unless it's like your choice to leave. Yeah. Like it should be like, not should be, but usually it's like offered like, hey, yeah, you can stay the night. Especially if it's late. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like this was like after midnight, by the time we got back from like CVS, like everything. So then I go into the house to get the rest of my stuff so I can leave. And he's like starting to cut open the thing and he's like, you need to swallow this in front of me. I was like, what? I was like, you think I want to have your kid? I was like, what? The audacity, the ego. I was just, uh, uh, what? Like, I still to this day cannot get over the fact that he said that to me. I shocked. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, you know what? I'll take it. And then he like made a joke after I took it in front of him, right? He gave me a water. I took the pill. Then he joked about looking under my tongue. I what men are literally insane like who says that that's so crazy like why do you think i want to have your kid i was 21 i had just turned 21 i drank a lot as 21 year olds do what makes you think i want to be pregnant yeah i was like oh my god and again like i've already said i don't even know if i want kids like i'm young like i have not figured that out maybe if i meet the right person and i'm like Oh, yeah, maybe, like, with them I'll have a kid. Obviously not with any of these guys. They're all, like, pieces of shit. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, my God, who says that? Like, literally insane. And so then it was, like, a month later he had hit me up. I think it was actually on Valentine's Day, low-key. But anyway, so he'd hit me up. He'd hit me up again in, like, March and then again in, like, April, I think. I might have gone over. I think April. Yeah, it was, like, April maybe. And I, like, told him off. I was, dude, what the fuck? Like, literally, last time I was over, you said some fucked up shit. Like, I'm not, like, that's not, like, I'm not okay with that. I mean, like, I also kind of want to sleep with him again because, like, he was just that good, unfortunately. But also, it was, like, dude, like, what the fuck? Like, you need to, like, acknowledge, like, what you said is, like, not okay. And then he's, like, what did I say? He didn't even remember. They don't. And that pissed me off more. Oh, so, actually, I didn't even finish that. That plan B night. He, like, wouldn't, didn't let me stay because then he got dressed to go out with his friends. And I was, like, it's literally, like, 1.30 in the morning. I was, like, what the hell do I do? So I texted my friend who I'd been out with before, and thankfully she was, like, awake. She's, like, yeah, I have a bed made for you. I'm going to go to sleep, though. I'm tired. And I was, like, thank you so much. And so I, like, had to drive over to her place, which was, like, a 10-minute drive. And 
I like went in through the garage. I went up and like slept and like plan B. I don't know if you've ever taken it. It fucks you up so bad. I mm-hmm. literally thought I was like dying. I thought I was going to throw up. It was so, oh my God. Oh. So he didn't remember, which was lovely. And so I, I like told him. So then I ended up meeting up with him, which mm-hmm. mm, probably shouldn't have done that, but said that pretty much every time. And so we met up. And I, like, explained it to him. He actually apologized and was like, I'm sorry. Like, I guess I didn't realize, like, what I said and, like, what it meant. Which, like, I don't know how, like, legit it was. But he's also, like, usually, like, drunk or high most of the time. So. Well, that and then I also, I listened to something recently where it was, like, someone was, like, something that's hurtful to you is just another Tuesday for that other person. Yeah. Like, they might not realize the impact that their words have unless it's, like, directly spoken about. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it could That's have been true. too. Like, like they, it, like you, you just don't realize it in the moment. But like, he should have kind of put two and two together. You yeah. know, like that's not something that you should say. Yep. Um, that's but yeah, that's true. Sense, it's like but... probably like freaking out in the moment too. Like, oh my god. Yeah. But he'd also said to me that if he did find out that I was pregnant, he would block me and run away from me, make sure that I would never be able to find him. That is so. There was... <laughs> okay, that's actually hilarious. Like it's fucked up, but it's so funny that he was like, "By the way, by the way, if you are pregnant, as I'm taking the plan B. Oh, cool. Thank you. Like I'm like not traumatized at all. Like what, yeah, like, like, dude? Like you're like." What if this fails? Like, because yeah. plan B can fail. I know. There, there's so I'm many things so about scared. it that, like, people don't, like, talk about. Like, the weight limit and, yeah. like, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, like you have to, like, oh, God. There's just I was, like, thank the it. fuck I got my period. I was yeah. so happy when I got it. I was, like, oh, thank goodness. I was, like, yeah. this is great. I was, like, best day. Yeah, not good. So, I went over another time and... We, I don't even remember if we had gone out or if I came over after going out and like he had lied to me about his height. He told me he was like six foot or something like that. I'm five, six. Like I can tell, like I can have a good gauge of like if you're maybe six foot. Yeah. I was also wearing like the booties I usually wear out, mm-hmm. which are like two or three inches maybe. So it puts me at like five, eight, five, nine. He was starting to tell me he was six foot. I was like, no, you're not. Then he's like five, 11. I was like, no, you're not. He's like five, 10 and three quarters. That's yeah. just insecurity. Just oh, live up to it. Like. People don't care about your height. Like, that's the thing. It's like, we understand that that's not something that you can change. So just own it. Yeah, just be honest. If if you don't make it your personality, you're like 10 times hotter. Exactly. The moral of the story is don't lie. Yeah, don't lie. Just straight up be honest. Like, who cares? Like, I already liked you anyway. Like, we've already fucked. Like, Mm -hmm. what at this point does, like, an inch matter? Yeah. Literally. Like, what? (laughs) And, oh, there was a lot. Then... One year on his birthday, he, like, had, like, snapped me, and I was, like, oh, okay, like, fine, like, I'll go over, like, kind of thing. I felt, like, special. I was, like, oh, so I'm going to be the birthday fuck, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to be the one. And so I was, like, okay. Then I show up there, and he's, like, opening, like, snap messages in front of me, and he has, like, some that are unread from, like, two or three other girls. And he opened, like, the one that said something about, like, coming over or, like, where's, like, the address or something, and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, so you didn't just hit me up. And he was like, no, but like, you're the badger, my favorite, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I was so mad. I looked up. So this guy was like 22, I think at the time. I looked up the girl on Instagram because yeah, I'm fucking crazy. Like I will, no, like, I right? It. And I looked her up on Instagram. She was a freshman. She was like 18. I was like, bruh. I was like, oh my God, what is wrong with you? Like, uh, what is wrong again with again with the age, age gap thing. it all comes back like yeah. what 
Yeah, and I think this it's was, so I don't, gross. I think he might have been a fifth year at the time, or maybe he was a senior. I don't remember. It's just so gross. Yeah. Like, there's just nothing in common. Like, seriously. Like, you can make all the excuses that you want about, like, maturity levels with guys and, like, how girls are just more mature at an older, whatever. But the main thing is points of your life. Like, there are so many things you experience from the age of 18 to 25 that like you can't i mean a year is way different than four exactly in that time period once you get older sure whatever but like it's such a growing stage and you can have such a big impact on how someone like views themselves and like like how they like essentially grow up that it's just like you oh it's so nasty to think about yeah that's so gross there was there was a lot he yeah but it was also like one of those like situationships that's like so toxic that it's fun which sound red flag red flag on myself i thought it was fun at the time and i mean maybe until like a few months ago I'm proud if of we're you. being honest. I'm proud of you. <laughs> the last time I saw him on person was actually on Chris's birthday last year. And we went out. We were out drinking. And we were at, like, bars in Scottsdale and stuff. And I don't even remember. I probably was the one who hit him up, honestly. Not even surprising. So this is a wild story. Um, doesn't really have a lot to do with him, but more so that I'm, yeah. It's a fun story. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. <laughs> Also, I want the record to show that I'm not a bad friend. He's just an asshole because he left you alone. He <laughs> like, is an asshole. like I told him, do not leave. Yeah. If you leave, I will come back. And this is when I was dating my girlfriend at the time, and she was getting tired. And I like, I was just in, I was in between a rock and a hard place because yeah. it was just like, what do I do? I was like, do I stay here with my friend and essentially like piss off my significant other, or do I go home and like trust this guy with my friend who was not drunk at the time that I <laughs> left her? I also want to make that clear. I'll she was that. fine. Okay. So then we meet up. And we're at this bar and I was like, yeah, you guys are good to go. Like, don't worry. Like, I know him. Like, it's fine. Like, I know what's going to happen. I did not know what was going to happen. Um, but it, yeah, it did not happen how I thought the night was going to go. So then we go up to the bar. He claims he has like this, like new job or something like that and asks me what I want to drink. Well, if you're going to offer to pay for my shot and you're an asshole, what am I going to order? I ordered 1942 because it's like $20 a shot. So I was like, which I guess actually maybe isn't even that expensive. It's not. Now thinking about it, it's really not. I pay for drinks that are more than that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, anyways, at the time, in the moment, that was all I could think of was 1942. I, every time I have 1942, it is a shit show of a night. (laughs) I do not do, I love tequila. I love tequila. 1942 yes. is a whole other level. And I just, it doesn't love me. It's a banned alcohol now. I, I, I can't order anymore. Everyone knows that I'm not allowed to have 1942 when we go out. So then we're out. I do not remember how the night, what happens at the night. I wake up in my bed and I'm like, wow, this is a miracle. And then I was like, holy shit, I have to go to work in a few hours. And I was like, oh, like what happened to everything? So then I'm on my computer because I don't know where my phone is. And I, like, see my texts with him. 
he apparently like left i don't know why he left but he's like my friend's having like an issue right now like i can't like i have to go i'm like apparently like then some girl texted me and asked like if i was okay and i was like yeah like who is this and she's like oh do you remember me and i was like no and she's like well apparently you we were trying to get into like different ubers and stuff and then like we took you to phoenix and then like made sure you're okay so you'd get in an uber and then we got you in the uber back to your car and I was like, oh, great, lovely. What a, what a night. Lost my phone. I found my phone. It was some random guy picked it up, apparently, in the street in Phoenix. And we were in Scottsdale. I am so it- thankful for the kind <laughs> strangers in this story because it could have gone so wrong. And it makes me upset thinking about it every time because I'm like, like, I kind of feel like responsible in a way where I'm like, no, oh. I was like, I just didn't know that that shot was going to fuck you up so badly to be quite well, honest. I don't know what else I drank after. I didn't think he was gonna leave. Yeah. And so to the girls that helped you, thank God for them. And the guy who picked up my phone, thank it wasn't damaged. God. Like brought it to my work. Like yeah. I have some like angels out there looking over me because some of the things that I've done and have happened, it's a miracle it was that I crazy it was crazy hearing about it the next morning. I was yeah. like, oh my Very God. Shocking. And then you had work. <laughs> And I was like, oh, Ooh. God bless. Good luck, soldier. Uh-huh. <laughs> guys at work, because I worked at a bar. I think I already mentioned this. But anyway, they ordered tequila shots, and I literally couldn't take it to the table. I told one of my coworkers, I was like, I need you to bring this to my table. I'm like, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. <sighs> was that the last time you talked to him? Um, That was the last time I saw him in person. Okay. Okay. Oh. Then I talked to him in... July, he had like hit me up because I guess he was back in Arizona for a bit before he was like moving or something. Mm-hmm. And so he hit me up and I said no that night because I wasn't out or anything. Then the next night I went out drinking and so I was like, all right, I'll hit him up. So I hit him up and then he said no that he was going to the gym and then was going to sleep. And I was like, okay, rude. You literally just hit me up the night before, but whatever. That didn't need that attitude. And then. That was technically, that should have been the last time I talked to him. I accidentally hit him up in like December. This is probably like a month ago. Can I share this? Please. Please. Okay. So I'm having a night out in Phoenix. Avery and our mutual friend Alyssa are like just partying it up. They went to Scottsdale after a house party and they were like, can you pick us up? Well, we'll, we want to keep partying with you guys. And we were like, yeah, let's do it. So I went and picked them up. Already a full car, so they're just banging in. I have a three-minute-long voicemail from Alyssa still from that <laughs> night, which is beautiful. Um, and I, you know, I'm driving all of these loud-ass drunk people. Like, they are just drunk out of their mind. We go to a karaoke place. That's a mess. Like, everyone is singing very loudly, dropping to the floor like flies, Avery. <laughs> Avery was spitting my water. Avery was singing a duet, and um, she Stop decided mid song. Yeah, she decided to drop it low, and then fell. Couldn't get up. Yeah, couldn't get up. Um, so yeah, that that was a fun fun time, but then we were driving everyone home, and we get to um like the last three people in the car, and it's Alyssa, Avery, and another one of my friends. And we're going to drop off my friend first before dropping the last two off. Avery was texting this guy and was like, just like stupid stuff, right? And like, he's in a different state. 
Yeah, so it's not like I'll ever see him. This is the toxic red flag I was talking about. Yeah, it's okay, but it was fine. We've grown. But but we eventually took her phone away, and Mm. Alyssa had it. It wasn't even me. And I I was driving, and Avery just turns over to me in the passenger seat. She does not remember any of this, by the way. This is how drunk she was, okay? (sighs) She turns over to me, and she was just like, I will kiss you if you give me my phone back. And then I'm like, no. And then she was like, I will make out with you. If you give me my phone back. And I was like, I don't know what you're thinking because we both don't want that to happen. So what? <laughs> what kind of a bargain is this? It was so fun. It went on the whole drive home. Oh, no. It was 20 minutes of her just trying to convince me that she would enjoy making out with me and like that I was such a good person. Give me back my phone. <laughs> Oh my God, Christine, like you're so sweet. You always drive us home. Like you're such a good friend. Give me back my phone. Um, oh my God, Christine, I could just like kiss you right now. Like I get it. Like I get the whole like gay thing. Give me back my phone. <laughs> it was just like nonstop. I had to like get Alyssa to like help me out with it because it was just so much. Yeah. That was the last time and that will be the last time, you know? This guy. I wish you would hmm. just block him, but I know how hard but that it's like is. Kind of fun. That's it. <laughs> I get it. No, that's with neighbor. That's, it's the same thing. Yeah, it, it is the same thing. It just it, I got to my breaking point, and I don't want to see you get to your breaking point. Well, that's the thing. I don't know because I think the fact now that we live in different states, like I know I will never see him again. Like the odds, like I mean, it would be a fun city to go to mm-hmm. because I also have like my friend's guy friend from high school lives there mm-hmm. but like i like don't think i would actually see him basically because when he was in arizona it was like oh yeah let's hook up and i was like no and the next night i was like yeah and then he was like no yeah like we're never on the same page anyway so it's kind of like i think at this point it was just kind of a i don't even know what went through my brain 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 brain, <laughs> brain. Okay, so before I start the story of my worst ex, I want to give a trigger warning um, for a sexual assault. Um, if you do not want to listen to this, this is a great time to just stop listening to the podcast because, um, yeah, there's going to be nothing more after this. So um, please take care of yourself. And if, you're, if, if that's one of your triggers, please, please, please stop listening. Um... So I met this guy senior year of college and um, we went on a couple of dates, whatever. It was a fun time. He gave off red flags immediately. He didn't like fruit. Oh my God, I remember this. (laughs) Okay, okay. He um, sang the N-word. Lovely. We... Mm. Mm. and was white and was white very very white um he you know didn't really know how to control his dog that well his dog was a little bit feisty so that that's usually a red flag for me because i'm like if you can't teach them like manners then like how are you getting like on with life um like if i can train my cat you can train your dog that's basically what i exactly my my standards um and so, and another red flag was that he asked me to be his girlfriend on the third time that we, like, met up. Again, I don't know what is 
with these guys like just wanting to date me all of a sudden but like to each their own <laughs> um this it it was it was fun like he was a fun guy to be around um he was the guy that i lost my virginity to and um he was very patient in the beginning and again i only dated him for a month so it was it was just like the speed like full whirlwind of stuff he met my sister that was pretty much it um he met my friends at a halloween party um and so I have many, many opinions from all of them that they told me after we broke up, which I would have appreciated during, <laughs> but to each their own. Um, and then it gets to Thanksgiving time and his mom comes and visits from Maine, which is where she was living at the time. And uh, his sister is also visiting. And so we pick up his mom from the airport. We have some like meal with her, like... Throughout the week, we're, we're, like, having a great time with her, whatever. I'm great with moms. So she's, like, absolutely, like, this is awesome. Like, you're, why are you dating my son? My son does not deserve you. Which, again, True. red flag. <laughs> <laughs> if your own mom is saying that, like, yeah. Um, but I took it as, like, a compliment. I was, like, oh, yeah, like, she really likes me. Um... And so, you know, we're doing all that stuff. And then his sister is going to fly in the day before I fly out to go see my family for Thanksgiving. And so we agree that I'll spend the night. I'll help him pick up his sister from the airport. I'll spend the night. And then he'll drop me off the next morning. And so everything was fine. He picked up his sister. His sister learned more about me. Also said, like, why are you with my brother? Like you're out of his league, all this kind of stuff. Again, red flags everywhere, everywhere. Um, and then on top of that, he was being super disrespectful to his mom, um, just Not like cool. yelling at her and like all of this kind of stuff. And like, I just, I, oh, it always rubbed me the wrong way and I always talked to him about it. Like that's one thing about me is I'm very open and like discussing these kind of things. But if you listen to me, that's that's on you or not. Um, and so I told him like, you, like if I talk to my parents like that, I would be slapped. Like, yep. like that is just not the way that you you talk to someone that you supposedly like love and care about. Period. And he was like, oh well, she's you know annoying me. She's telling me to like take the dog out and stuff. And I'm like, it's your dog, so fair. Like it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm like, she's not here to like help you and like do everything for you she's here to like spend time with you you know exactly. like you're the host like she's not whatever so that rubbed me the wrong way and then again that night that his sister got into town I kind of went off schedule a little bit or off timeline but that night that his sister came into town I slept over at his place and that night I was like three quarters of the way to go to sleep like I was or I was actually asleep at the start of it I was asleep at the start of it and he moved my hand and put it on his penis and started getting himself off and I woke up halfway through it and I said what are you doing and he said oh sh don't worry about it I was like your mother and your sister are in the living room this is an apartment that is technically a studio, okay? 
it just has like the wall with like an opening, like a gap so that you can hear everything that's happening. And they have to come into this room in order to use the bathroom so they could come in at any time. So I was like, I don't want to do anything. And he was like, don't make such a big deal out of it. And I was so tired that I just went along with it. Whatever. Didn't do more than that hand job, whatever. I was like, I'm not doing anything past that. He got off. I went to sleep. The next morning, he dropped me off at the airport. And I was like, just thinking things over. I was like, that was very weird what happened. Like, I would never do that in my parents' house. Or like, if my parents were around, would never. No. Never, never, never. And that's like just a boundary that I have. Like, even siblings, I don't think I would ever... So I, you know, spent this whole Thanksgiving break kind of like in my head. Like I was spending time with my family and was fine with it and acting like everything was okay. But I was really in my head like being like, okay, what just happened? Like I didn't think of it as like sexual assault at that time. I just thought like he didn't respect my boundaries, which he didn't. He didn't. But like it's bigger than boundaries. And so he, uh, on the flight home, I, you know, was texting him and I really was like, I really need to talk to him about this because like this wasn't okay. And at this point I had only like told one other friend what had happened and was like, am I overthinking it? Am I over exaggerating? And they were like, no. No. So I was like, okay, so I'm going to talk to him. I text him. I'm like, like once I land. And I get back home. He like could not pick me up from the airport, but I assumed that we would be able to hang out that night. And I was like, hey, like, when are you free? He was like, I'm not gonna be free for like another week. Like I'm very busy. And I was like, I have to see you. Like I have to see you right now. Like we have to talk. And he was like, no, like I don't want to. Like you can say whatever you want right now, like through text. And I was like, fine. I think you very much disrespected me. Um, you disrespected your mom and your sister by doing that while they were there. Um, and I'm not okay with it. And instead of being like, oh, I'm sorry. Or like, yeah, that was really shitty of me. I should have think, thought about it. Like, like that was totally uncalled for whatever. Cause I was still like willing to give him a chance. I was wanting him to just apologize and like, yeah. we can move past it. Cause at that point I still didn't think. It was anything other than crossing boundaries. And I was like, well, we didn't establish those boundaries yet. So that's not his fault. But you shouldn't have to establish boundaries for people to be Mm -hmm. a decent human and not do anything with someone sleeping. Yep. Or without their consent. Yep. Exactly. Like. And I taught consent in college. So I don't know why it was so hard for me to like realize what had happened. But it just was. And, um, I remember him responding with, you make such a big deal out of sex. It is crazy, ridiculous. Like you're always complaining about it. Like, I just don't know what to do with you anymore. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, I don't know how to get through to you in your head like that, like whatever. And I was like, it really isn't about that. It's the fact that you disrespected me. Yeah. Like. I don't know how else to put it, but you disrespected me there. And he was like, just like, agree to disagree, whatever. And I was like, okay, we're done. We're done. That's it. Like, I. 
And I am very against breaking up with someone over text, but that, I mean, he was refusing to see me. Yep. And I had to, like, like, I didn't expect all of that to happen through text anyways. So I was like, okay, we're done. Whatever. And I remember talking about it with a few friends that night and then being like, that is sexual assault. Like, that is not okay. And I was like, oh, really? (laughs) Like, they were like, yeah, girl, you teach this shit. What? <laughs> it's What's not clicking in your mind? See, like, the internal. Like, when you talk about, like, red flags or sexual assault, it's like, oh, yeah, like, it's so obvious. But it's like, when it happens to you, it's like, no, it's not obvious. Because you have all these other, like, feelings and emotions and, like, oh, maybe it was me. Like, you have all these other questionings. It is. And it's like, no. Sexual assault is never you. It is. And the whole time I was dating him, I was always like, I saw these red flags, but I was like, I can change him. I can change him. I saw, you know, the wrapping the N-word in the car. And, like, that's inexcusable. Like, that's something that I very much, like, just don't fuck with anymore. And I should have never fucked with it. I, like, I never did. But I was always like, oh, I can fix them, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, they'll learn, like, the the meaning of that word if they're with me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'll make them a better person. Or or stuff like that. Like, like even the fruit thing. I was like, oh, I can change him. He'll, he'll like fruit eventually. Which, like... Who doesn't like fruit? Like, what? Also, the explanation behind it was just so, so... stupid. Oh. He said he didn't like the texture and so many different fruits have so many different textures. And I'm like, I don't understand. Whatever. No sense. And it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. But that's besides the point. He did all of that stuff. And then he refused to pick up his sweatshirts. I had like five or six of his sweatshirts in my closet because I like was collecting them like Pokemon cards. <laughs> and, um, and I had them in a pile. I had, like, the love letter he had written to me. I had the sweatshirt he had bought in me for myself. And I was like, come and pick up your things. And he said, no. And I said, okay, I'm going to burn it. And he went, oh, I'll be over in 20 minutes. <laughs> wow. That changed your mind. <laughs> no, I don't want it. Okay, well, what do you think I'm going to do with it? I'm going to exactly. throw it out. I'll light it on fire. Like, I'll do something with it. Not, like... Like, I'm not just going to keep it forever. Like, oh, yeah, when you change your mind in a year, you can come back and pick it up. Well, he thought that I would take him back, I think. I think that was the thinking was, like, he was, like, oh, if I just, like, wait this out, she'll, like, think that she's, or she'll realize, in quotes, that she's crazy for thinking all that Mm. and will want to get back together with me. No, I don't. So, he came... Um, he like texted me he was outside I brought his clothes outside did not even look at him while he was in the car pet his dog threw the clothes in and then walked right back into my apartment never to lay an eye on him again Um, I would love to say that that is the end of the story (laughs) but it's not it never is it never is they're number Um, five for a reason it I have always wanted a genuine apology from this man, and it has haunted me for years now. Because um, this happened when I was 21. I'm 25 now. And I still don't fully believe I got a genuine apology from this guy. So I remember on my 22nd birthday, 
Um, I got really drunk and I twisted my ankle at varsity and uh, was not, it wasn't a high point. We'll just say that. Um, and so my friends carried me back. They were icing my foot. A lot of them were like really scared because I was going in between laughing and then like crying, like sobbing. So they were like, oh gosh, she like hurt herself really bad. <laughs> like I couldn't walk on my own. Claudia had to help me change, like all that kind of stuff. And eventually everyone left besides my two roommates. Um, and Addie and Claudia, I've known them for years at this point. And I still have known them for years. They, they still don't judge me for this, which thank God. But um, they were questioning if they should leave my phone in my room because they knew I had a tendency to call people I shouldn't call. And But it, the dilemma was that since I had hurt my ankle, what if I had to get up to use the bathroom and I couldn't get up? And like I couldn't text them or call them or whatever like to ask for help. In reality, I could have just hopped to the bathroom and I knew this in the back of my mind and I knew that that was what I was going to do. <laughs> but when I'm drunk, that is the only time I can lie. And I lie like a goddamn champ. Like lie with my heart and soul <laughs> in it. I look them dead in the eye. And these are my friends for years. Best friends. I look them dead in the eye, each of them. And I'm like, I promise I will not text or call anyone. I'm just going to go right to sleep. I'm in a lot of pain. I just really want to fall asleep. Like, I'm going to take a melatonin, knock out. Like, I'm, I'm tired. Like, you can trust me with it. And they looked at, I remember them looking at each other, evaluating my words, and being like, okay. So they left my phone on my dresser, and they closed the door. They did not lock it, but they closed the door. I immediately got up, got my phone, dialed this ex, he was up, of course. He's always, he's the person that I know will be up from the hours of 12 to 5 a.m. Yep. Um, that's just how he is. So I call him. And I, 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 I'm starting off really sweet. I'm like, how are you doing? What's up? Oh, playing video games? That's cool. And then I'm like, I deserve an apology. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember him being like, what? And I was like, I deserve an apology for the way that you talk to me. Um, and he was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like, and another thing. I deserve an apology for what you did. Because the, by that time, I had processed what had actually happened. I had become so, like, triggered by it, essentially. That, like, I knew I was a changed person at that point. Um, and so I was like, you owe me so much of an apology right now. And he just was like, I'm sorry. And that was it. Like, it wasn't anything. And I was mad at him, so I hung up on him and I went to bed. I remember waking up the next morning and my friend... <laughs> we're, like, taking down the decorations in the apartment. And Addie and Claudia are like, we're so proud of you for, like, not calling anyone last night. Like, we're really proud of you. And I look at them and I'm like... They can just tell by the look on my face. Because, again, when I'm sober, I can't lie. Exactly. And so they're like, who did you call? And I was like, this ex. And they went, that is the worst person you could have called. <laughs> that is actually the, the worst person you could have called. What the hell? And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I know I should not have done that. I want an apology. He didn't provide that. I know I should never expect closure from this guy. But like, I thought that if I 
did it. Like I gave him a few months. He could have thought over what he did and he could have just given me apology, but he didn't. And I'm so sorry that I went behind you guys' back. And still to this day, Addie is like, I have never felt more betrayed in my life because you lied straight to my face. And it, it, there was no doubt in my mind that you were telling the truth and you lied. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> so a long time goes, passes. And then this is the second night that Avery had 1942. And she luckily gave it to both Megan and I, my other friend. Oh my God, I forgot. Oh my God, I forgot that you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so, so we were going to go out. Yes. My friend is a DJ and he was performing at a place nearby. And so I was like, Avery, let's go have a chill night. Exactly. Have fun. Listen to some music, whatever. We get to the first bar to like just like pregame and wait for the the place to open, the venue to open. And we're like, we're just gonna have a drink. And then the rest of the time while we're in there, we're gonna have water yeah. and we're gonna be really well behaved. And <laughs> never happens that no. way. No. Um, this guy came up to us, was first flirting with me, realized that I was very much not interested because I was like, yeah, I love women. Um <laughs> And then instead of like walking away, he went and turned to Avery and he was like, how are you doing? <laughs> he like got us free shots, like two. That was the only perk. He got us like two free tequila shots. And then we also had other drinks that we were drinking. So at this yeah. point we were already past, way past our limit. And so yes. we were like, why stop there? Yeah. We started the dance floor at the place. No one mm-hmm. else was dancing except for us. And then people started dancing, but then we had to leave. Yeah. We were like, oh, we did our job. Let's go. Exactly. So we left. We went to the venue. My other friend joined us. And um, we, you know, kept drinking and drinking and drinking. But none of us were, like, drinking. Like, we all know our limits. So all of us were fine. Like, we were all, like, yeah, okay, we we're were okay. good. Like, like, we all had, like, a good buzz. Yeah, we were drunk. We knew we were good. And we're like, yeah, we're not going to, like, drink more. Like, if we stop drinking now, we'll be okay. Exactly. And then one of Avery's friends came and offered to buy us shots and Avery of course could not refuse and forgot for some reason what 1942 mm-hmm. does for her. Yes. So she ordered 1942 for all of us. Well, this is how the night <laughs> went. Immediately after, okay? And I'm not I'm not talking about like, oh, it kicked in in 30 minutes. No. 5 minutes later, I'm running down to the bathroom after my other friend because she's about to throw up. She pukes in the bathroom for 30 minutes so i'm just pulling trig constantly for her avery is drunk out of her mind (laughs) just back back where she is and then she doesn't realize that we're gone until i text her i I think i texted you or maybe it was like 30 minutes had passed and you were like i don't remember if you texted me or if like i asked like my guy friend i was like wait where'd they go and i think he he like might have said like oh the bathroom or something and then I looked at my phone like I don't I don't totally remember how and then like I ended up going down and met them in the bathroom. Yep. And then so Avery ordered the Uber because I was busy. <laughs> my other friend was busy. Um, and actually, once we started leaving was when we got kicked out of the place. Like a security guard came into the restroom and was like you guys have to go. Um, and I was like, we're on our way out. We're all yep. good. Do you have a trash can, like a trash bag that we can have? 
Um, got a trash bag, went into the Uber, everything was fine. My friend had stopped throwing up at that point. Um, we get in, my friend just plops on the bed, falls asleep instantly. Avery is like, I think I'm fine. I'm going to drive home. And I'm like, no, the fuck you aren't. No, you're not. Like I looking in your eyes and they're red. (laughs) But she was so convinced that she was okay. And this was like the first time I had seen you on 1942 and not just like the aftermath of it. And I was like, I understand now why everything happened on my birthday. It doesn't go well. Okay, I will say the only reason I even wanted to drive home, because I'm usually pretty good about staying the night at Christine's or someone's place, was because I was training for a half marathon. So I was like, this is my long run. I'm going to be able to make it. My alarm went off on Christine's couch at like 5.30 in the morning. And I looked at it and I was like, yeah, there's no way I can run right now. I like texted. I was like, I am going to just go back to sleep. Also, I do want to say that I had Avery's keys with me the whole time. So it was impossible for her to even think about leaving. And so as soon as I was able to convince her that she should stay the night, it was like 15 minutes of talking, but she laid down on the couch and fell asleep. Less than a minute. (laughs) Less than a minute. Yeah. And then, so I had, the two children were in bed. <laughs> and um, the alcohol finally hit me. Because when I go into mom mode, it like, takes me somewhere else. Exactly. Then it hits me a little bit later. And I'm like, oh no. Like, oh god, this could be bad. And I know I'm going to be staying up. Like, there's just no way I'm going to fall asleep anytime soon. And so I go outside to my patio and I just start calling everyone. I call my siblings. I call my my most recent ex. I call her best friend. And I call them both on Instagram, okay? So that's the most embarrassing part is I <laughs> called them on Instagram because I didn't have either of their phone numbers anymore. Um, I called old friends that I hadn't talked to in like three years. Um, and then I eventually called this guy because I knew he would be awake. It was like, 2 a.m. I knew he would be awake. (coughs) Oh, Jesus. It's always those ones. So we're talking, whatever. We talk for like two hours. I'm like pacing back and forth. No one's waking up. I'm like going. I'm talking to him in the the fucking shower. I'm talking to him in the kitchen. Talking to him outside. Avery's just passed out. My friend passed out. (laughs) Whatever. And so we're talking about whatever. And um, eventually I get to, you know, you never really fully apologize. Full circle. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, I I didn't, did I? I was like, yeah, no, you didn't. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. And that was it. And I was like, I'm tired. Good night. And that was the other time that I hung up on him. I've blocked his number since. I don't plan on calling him anytime soon. No, no. Moved on to bigger and better things. Realized very quickly that I will never get an apology for that. That will be at least, like, sufficient enough for me. Like, nothing's ever going to be good enough for me, which is understandable. And it'll never be a genuine apology. Mm -mm. If he can't be the one to reach out and apologize, I mean, it's never... It's never going to be, like, a genuine, like, wow, I'm sorry, I realized I fucked up. Yeah. Not, like... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry because you're calling me. Yeah. Thanks. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, 
that's where this all ends. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely the worst ex, even though it was a month long. Definitely. Um, a crazy month, I will say. A crazy. A crazy month. <laughs> wow. That takes us to the end of today's episode. I want to give a big, big thank you to Avery for coming on the podcast and doing all this and being so open and vulnerable. It is not an easy thing, um, but she handled it with so much grace and just so much humor. And I love you to bits. So you already know that. Um, So yeah, again, big thank you to her. Uh, Please send love her way. Um, and with that, I'm, I'm going to end the episode there. Um, thank you for listening. Um, if you have enjoyed this, please, you know, rank the podcast five stars on Spotify, follow us on Instagram at making me podcast. And I think that's all I want to end that on. So yeah, take care of yourself, take care of others. Um, you know, show some love this whole week, you know? It's a, it's a good time to reflect and see kind of the love around us that maybe we don't pay attention to at times. Um, and so, yeah, hope you all have a great rest of your week and I'll catch you next time. Bye.